beauty and skincare is always a hot topic around here, and today I want to tell you about a new product line I've discovered that I think you will like, Exponent Beauty. Listeners of the show will receive 20% off their purchase. More details on that in a minute. Exponent Beauty is a skincare brand with a line of activated anti-aging serums that are clinically proven to reduce fine lines and wrinkles. The beauty of Exponent Beauty is their innovative form factor. The powders are activated with a quadruple hyaluronic acid serum in their patented precision-dosed dispenser. The packaging is gorgeous, and the dispenser itself is refillable, so it has also reduced plastic waste. Exponent Beauty's line of serums can be found in med spas and spas and dermatologists' office around the country. The line is dermatologist-recommended and clinically proven to reduce those fine lines and wrinkles, and to increase brightness and radiance, and to firm skin without irritation. No more expired or underutilized products with Exponent Beauty, just high-quality skincare with ingredients that work. Go to ExponentBeauty.com and use code TELL20 for 20% off a purchase of $100 or more. That's Exponent, E-X-P-O-N-E-N-T, Beauty, B-E-A-U-T-Y.com and use code TELL20, T-E-L-L, the numbers two zero for 20% off your purchase of $100 or more. Welcome to this bonus episode of the 10 Things to Tell You podcast. A few weeks ago on roughly week 11 of the Los Angeles lockdown due to coronavirus, I sat down with my husband, Jeff, and our two kids, ages 8 and 10, for a lighthearted chat about all the movies, documentaries, and TV series that we watched during quarantine since this season meant a lot more screen time for our family than usual. I did this episode for two reasons. Number one, because I really do like to hear about what other families are enjoying together as entertainment. It's so much nicer to have a running list of options for family movie night than to sit down and argue about what to watch next. But the second reason I wanted to do a little family chat was because I so enjoyed episode number 59 back in March at the beginning of the pandemic lockdown when our family waved hello from this space. And so I thought it would be nice to check in again with everyone as we head into summer and the restrictions ease up a little bit. Doing that previous episode with the family, hearing the kids' voices and their answers to questions, it made me want to record conversations like this so much more, privately of course, because people are often a little less guarded when it's just audio and not video. And it can really serve as a interesting way to document your family. So I encourage you to try it for yourself. Just recording a casual conversation about anything, really, or use some of the weekly prompts from this show to get people talking. Anyway, this episode was supposed to air the week that many of the protests broke out across our country. And out of respect for the Black Lives Matter movement and heeding a call to amplify Black voices, 10 Things to Tell You went dark that week. In light of everything going on, this conversation still feels unimportant, basically, with my family, but I'm dropping it into the feed as a bonus, a family conversation about some of the best art we've witnessed on screens in the last few months. 
I hope that you take something from it. We'll be back with a regular episode on Tuesday as usual. And as always, you can find all of the shows and movies that we reference in our show notes. Those always live at 10thingstotellyou.com slash podcast. And now, another Tremaine family conversation. Okay, I've gathered you guys back into my office Mm -hmm. with the microphone going because we have successfully survived over 80 days in quarantine together. And at the beginning, we recorded just a little bit of us together waving hello. And now because quarantine is sort of over, Los Angeles is starting to open back up. School's almost over. We're going to be allowed to be out and about a little bit. We're kind of going to draw our strict family lockdown to a close with like a little bit of a family meeting here, if you will. But the main point of this episode is for us to talk about all the things that we have watched in the last two plus months. But before we get into that conversation, I think I do want everyone to kind of just go around and say something that they will remember about our 80 days of quarantine as a family. (laughs) What they think will stand out to them the most in this time. Does someone want to go first? I think maybe we, we got a Chromebook at the beginning of it to do online school on. That's cool. Also... We, we started using new apps and new ways to connect without actually being there. Like, I don't think I knew about Zoom before this. That's a good point. I'm not sure that I knew much about Zoom before this. And now, are we basically Zoom experts? <laughs> Close. Okay, who else wants to share something that they... I'll go. Okay. Um, I'm probably just going to remember online school, how it was sort of hard to connect with everybody. Like, if you were in class, you wouldn't be glitching. Like, if you're actually there, like, if you're if you break if you're breaking up, like, you can't hear what they're saying. So you don't, like, it's harder. I'm also going to remember probably just boredom. <laughs> what about boredom? Uh, I, I just get bored easily. Like, I don't want to be a, on an iPad all day, so... I try to like, I, so I want to like do my friends and then, and then like I can't be on for a while because like you need your phone back for something or whatever. So it's just like I get bored easily. Like what kinds of stuff did you do when you got bored? What did you turn to when you <sighs> couldn't be on a screen but you didn't know what else to do? Well, I'll maybe go outside, swing a little bit, play on the Xbox or Nintendo. If it's on a Tuesday after school class, which will cooking with Kochi, which is really fun since I never cooked before, so it's something I could get used to. It's something I've never done, which won't get, keep me bored. Yeah, that was cool that you did an online cooking class, I feel like. Mm-hmm. You guys both did some online classes. We'd never done online classes before at all, right? No. Yeah. Well... You know, because I'm doing the art class. Other than, like, that's a real art class. You actually go there, but they're doing it online. Mm-hmm. Jeff, what is the thing that you're going to remember about this time? Well, for me, I think I've gotten a glimpse of what retirement is going to look like for me. <laughs> and it's really boring. 
but I kind of like it. So <laughs> I don't know. Do you feel like you're going to retire sometime soon? Do uh, I need to know this? <laughs> uh, I'm not planning on it, but I now know what it looks like. And what does it look like? Uh, it's a lot of <laughs> puzzles, <and laughs> painting. It's a lot of nothing, though. Cooking and cocktails and all kinds. That sounds like the name of another podcast, Cooking and Cocktails. <laughs> I feel like the thing I'm going to remember most when I look back on this time is not all the family time, although I really appreciated that and I haven't minded that, but I really had to figure out how to work while having outside stresses and while having every single person in the house all the time. I've had to work more than I've ever had in my life. And in some ways, I think, how would I have done this if regular life was going on and we had activities and busy and other things to do? That would have been a different kind of challenge than having all the unstructured time that we had during lockdown. But, you know, I had to figure out how to be self-disciplined in that and how to do it while everyone else was on a Zoom and like, you know, the house wasn't quiet and all of that kind of thing. So that's one of the things I think I will remember is just like figuring out how to do all these things together. Mm-hmm. I, agree. I just want to remind you guys about some of the things that have happened during quarantine that were literally at the beginning, maybe over two months ago, that seemed like a different lifetime. Like remember when the washing machine flooded? Yeah, that feels like so long ago. We couldn't get anybody. I have another thing that I might remember. Okay, what? Kona, just like scratching on Kona for hours at a time. I don't think Kona minds us all being at home very much. No, Kona has had the best two months of his entire doggy life because we're home all the time. We're scratching him. The neighbors are walking more often, and so he gets to chase them and bark his little head off. Okay, so let's talk about the things that we have watched because, first of all, I just think it's interesting to hear what other people are watching and enjoying. But also for our family, for me, this was a little bit of a different thing because I'm not a huge TV and movie watcher, really. And But I did end up watching more things than usual. <laughs> and then as a family, we watched definitely more things than usual, I felt like. And so I just wanted to talk about that so what family things did we watch that you remember first of all first was true beverly hills i made you guys sit down and watch true beverly hills it was with actually me actually pretty it was i liked i liked that yeah it was fun i kind of made us watch that because i reference it in my book and i wanted to sort of watch it again as a refresh and then i made you guys watch sit down and watch it with me did you like it? Yeah, I really yeah. liked it. It was fun. Did it seem silly? No. No. I, no, I, I like it. You just, it. like, told us, like, come on, watch a movie with us. Like, no, did the actual movie seem silly? Yeah, uh, yeah it, was, it, was, it, it was funny. It was good. I liked it, though, in a good way. Jeff, had you ever seen it? Um, I've seen bits and pieces of it. Yeah, yeah because I, I don't know if it was Mommy's birthday party. One of those nights we had a big um, projector screen. I just like kept peeking over and watching like a bit of it. And me and my friends were playing and it started and we came and watched it. We were a little confused because we hadn't seen the beginning. But 
what you guys are talking about is for my 39th birthday, I had a favorite things party and it was just like all of my favorite things, including I had a screen up in the backyard that just looped Troop Beverly Hills all night <laughs> because that's one of my favorite movies of all time. And that was such a fun party, but we did not really sit and watch it like the whole storyline. We were sort of just playing in the background, right? Okay. What was the other thing that we watched as a family that sort of made a big impression? Yeah, the documentary about, like, Michael Jordan, The Last Dance. We did watch The Last Dance all, was that 10 episodes? 10 episodes, episodes, yeah. And we watched all 10 together. We were pretty riveted. What did you guys think about that, Doc? I thought it was good. It was pretty good. I did think it was a little bit confusing when it went switched from time to time. Always, instead of maybe going from the beginning to the end, it just went like back and then forward and then back and then forward. I just thought it was a bit confusing in general. It was hard to follow. I agree. It was. I also thought it was a little bit hard to follow with the switching back and forth in time. I understand that documentaries do that, of course, but they kind of only used a graphic to show that, like a little sliding graphic that would say, now we're going back to 1992. Instead of having a voice say it, or instead of somebody explaining why it's important to do this flashback or whatever, they, I just feel like they relied on visual graphics, and that was like a little bit. We didn't know, if you looked down for a second, you didn't know what the heck was happening. You know what or I mean? maybe not even just like, I think maybe they could have been like, you would have to go back to nineteen like ninety three to, to to know this, and this. then it goes to nineteen ninety three. Yeah, you'd want someone to t- help you understand it a little mm-hmm. clearer. With sunshine, outdoor activities, and so many fun things to do outside, it is impossible not to enjoy all of these good weather days up ahead. Of course, we all know that more sun and fun means more sweating, and yes, more odor. That's why I'm excited to tell you about Lumi. Lumi is the first of its kind in the full body deodorant world and is seriously safe to use on any and every part of your body. It was created by an OBGYN who saw firsthand how regular body odor was being misdiagnosed and mistreated. I especially love that Lumi deodorant is baking soda and paraben free. It is also pH balanced for safe use on all areas of your body. You can choose from a variety of fresh scents like clean tangerine, lavender sage, and toasted coconut. Lumi's starter pack is perfect for new customers. It comes with a solid stick deodorant, cream tube deodorant, two free products of your choice, like a mini body wash or deodorant wipes, and free shipping. As a special offer for listeners, new customers get $5 off a Lumi starter pack with code U at lumideodorant.com. That equates to 40% off your starter pack when you visit Lumi, L-U-M-E, deodorant, D-E-O-D-O-R-A-N-T, and use code U-Y-O-U. Y'all know that I love to play games on my phone to unwind, and I am always looking for a new one to download. And I recently ran across Two Dots, and I want to tell you about it. Two Dots is a free-to-download puzzle-based game that involves connecting dots through relaxing puzzles while unlocking levels and collecting prizes along the way. There are different gameplay modes to make the experience unique and exciting with every single puzzle. There are over 5,000 distinct puzzles with various power-ups and special dots ready to earn as you move through the levels. The in-app music and visually stimulating interface provide a soothing experience when you just want to relax and unwind. 
Not only is Two Dots free to download, but it can also be played without internet connection. So playing on the go offline is a breeze. And if you don't want to play alone, you can challenge your friends on Facebook as well as connect with the larger Two Dots community for even more engagement. If you're looking for the perfect game to help you relax but also keep you engaged, download Two Dots for free on Android and iOS. Did you feel like you learned a lot about Michael Jordan? Yes. Like, did you enjoy the the main story, which was the last basketball mm-hmm. season, his last mm-hmm. basketball season and championship? Did you feel like yeah. you came away, like, understanding that? Yeah. I thought of him way differently after. I didn't know he was that as, like, pushing towards the teammates. Like, I thought of him, before I thought of him as a good player. And now what do you think of him? Just like. He's the greatest player. That's yeah. what I think of him now, though. So I came into that dot knowing he was the greatest player, you know, of all time. I grew up with Michael Jordan before I was really into NBA basketball like our family is now. Because I grew up in Oklahoma where there was no professional basketball team. I just wasn't into it. And so I moved to L.A. and got into the Lakers. But I, of course, knew Michael Jordan was considered the best player of all time. But I didn't know a ton about him personally. And I will say that by the end of that doc, (laughs) I don't know. I don't know that I ended up with the most favorable impression of him in general. It didn't bother me that he was a bully to his teammates. I think that in sports, there's a mentality that I don't fully understand but can appreciate that the motivation style is different than it might be in a typical workplace. So that didn't bother me that he was so driven in that way. I guess, I don't know. I, I don't know. I came away from it with with more mixed feelings about Michael Jordan than I had when I went into it, which I don't necessarily think was their goal. Jeff, what did you think? About the doc or about Michael? I just never wanted it to end. I think you guys are all wrong. It was perfect. <laughs> and I just wish there were ten more. Did it bother you that he had final cut, final say? He was an EP on it? No. That doesn't bother me. it's him telling his story like it's Mm -hmm. great even with his filter it was footage that you never get access to and i thought the storytelling was was really well done i thought sure they could have walked you through some of the jump backs and times but there was always a reason that they did it and i thought it always justified each episode if you're going to spread that thing out over 10 episodes it was really cool that they would jump back and show you like where dennis rodman came from and how he came up and where Steve Kerr came from. I just thought it was really interesting. So, no, I thought, I, I, it didn't bother me at all that it was through his lens. Just getting any access. You know, back in the day, he was the most guarded personality. You, you got very little, so it was mostly speculation from reporters that you would get anything from him. Uh, he had a very guarded image, and I thought he let his guard down quite a bit to make that, even if it wasn't all the way. So, it didn't bother me. I mean, I'm hearing you. I don't think that all documentaries have to be completely unbiased. They're not journalism. But I don't know. I'm hearing you. and I. But also, I'm not coming into it. I didn't come into it like a huge, crazy Michael Jordan fan or anything. So I didn't... I feel like I was fairly unbiased, personally, starting to watch it. I will just say this. It really bugged me that there was nothing personal in it. Like, I really, I really wanted to know more about his marriage, that he was... A father during this time it really bugged me that we didn't get to see any of his 
family life. When we got to see his family of origin, we heard from his siblings. We heard from his mom. We heard about the impact his father dying had on him. We heard about his relationship to his security guard. Like, it wasn't like that he, it was all sports and no personal. It was that he purposely left out his, his family that he'd created that side of his life with just some very tiny snippets from his grown children at the end. And I didn't love that. I wish that we had gotten to see more of Michael as a whole person during that time. He had babies at home and he had a long time marriage. And I don't know, that bothered me as a wife and mom to have that part be excised from the whole thing. What else did we watch as a family? Oh, I'll tell you what we watched as a family. Harry Potter. Oh, oh yeah, yes, that, that was the first thing we watched because we and Mommy had read first through four, all of those books, and then... We tra- we decided to watch the movies to catch up, so then we so, could... So, yeah, so they could catch up because we didn't want to have to reread all those super long right. books. Yeah, because I read Harry Potter at night, and we were on book five, so we just watched the first four movies to catch up so that we could now all read at night and be all in the same page and now we're almost through well we're really not almost through because more than halfway we're more than halfway through book five maybe by the end of the summer we'll have completed book six so we, we watched the harry potter movies what do you guys think did they compare to the books um i don't think very much and i feel like even like in the fourth book even like it's a really long movie and even if they can't have some parts in it there were some times where they changed the character that did stuff and I don't think that should have happened because then you're like but wait I thought that character did it it was confusing a little bit but you know what sis they do that in movies all the time movies that are adaptations of books books have so many other plot points so many you know complicated parts to the characters that they just can't fit a 600 page book into a two hour movie. And so they have Mm -hmm. to make cuts to storylines, to characters. And you know what? Daddy had to do that when he made The Dirt. That was a book first. Now, obviously it was based on real events and real people, but Motley Crue wrote a book together that was presenting a lot of their history, a lot of their story. And then when Daddy made the movie version, it was just impossible to fit every single element into it. And he had to make cuts. I know that the dirt is not the same thing as Harry Potter, but... It's similar, though. We had to consolidate certain characters, and, you know, it, it, it was similar. I mean, you have to drop whole mm-hmm. stories that you just have to... You're forced to leave out just yeah. for time. Mm-hmm. And for clarity, because some, when you're when you're reading a book, you can kind of take like a rabbit trail, right? And you can just like go off into a tangent about something in a movie that doesn't work so well. You know, you kind of have to stick to the story. Yeah, um, I I just think I was disappointed when I saw that it didn't have these parts that I liked from the book. <laughs> um. So when. When I was wa- when I was watching it, I thought it was a pretty good movie. But then when you guys were saying when they, you guys were explaining, I would say, "Oh, they left out a lot." Like that would probably need to be said. Yeah. Okay, and so I didn't participate in this, but 
you guys all watched what? Lego Masters. Oh, <laughs> both of those things. Oh, that's true. Totally. You all, you all three. What? Let's talk about both of those. You three watched Lego Masters together, and what was the verdict on that? It was amazing. Why did you like Lego Masters so much? Um, because we build a lot of Legos, and I like competition shows. Yeah, I do too. I like the stress of competition shows. Yeah, like you do. I hate the stress of competition shows. <laughs> but it was also we had really good conversations about because it wasn't just their skills of building; it was their skills as telling stories with yeah. what they were building. Yeah. And that led to, I thought, some really good creative conversations we all had. And I think it changed the way you guys build, build stuff now. I've yeah. seen it. Okay, and then the other thing that the three of you watched without me. Rocky. Rocky. Did you watch the first three Rocky movies? Yeah, we've seen the first three. We're, we're going to watch the fourth. Are, they, are those kid appropriate? Not really. No. Yeah, they don't they say bad be. words, really. They can be, but it, in other parts... It's, it's not that bad. Not, yeah, not, no. not bad. It's not hard, right? No. It, it's, it's not. Like yeah, I think it's PG. Well, PG should be okay, right? PG-13. Yeah, it's, it's, it's not bad. It's not that bad, but there's some parts. And what did you like about the Rocky movies? There's, like... Um, I like the stress also. I, I like watching movies that have a lot of stress in them. And the story... Just the storyline to it is really good, I thought. I was telling my friends, you should watch it. It's really good. I like movies that have a person that isn't noticed with a person that is super famous. And then they collide, and they both are, like, amazing. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And who are you usually cheering for in those instances? The, the, The other person. Do you think that the movie makers want you to be cheering for the underdog? Yes, yes. because that's the story they're behind. They're from his point of view. Okay. Yeah, and that was fun because we really branched out. That was a pretty grown-up movie, and we haven't really watched many grown-up movies together. We've, um, we've seen movies they probably haven't. Though. Right. <laughs> yeah, but together we watched it and it was fun to answer your questions and talk about all this, the themes and things in that. Daddy, should we talk about what we've been watching? We can. I do want to hear that because here's a cool thing that has been happening also related to movies. The fourth grade girls from our school, one of the dads of the fourth grade girls has been hosting every single Saturday night in quarantine. So literally 11, 12 weeks of Saturday nights, he's been hosting a movie watching party on Zoom where his daughter screen shares, right? And then you guys can all watch and chat while the movie's going on. And so Saturday night sort of became something that we like really put an anchor to. And sis, you would join the fourth grade girls Mm -hmm. and then you guys would have a father-son movie night and then I would um, read my book or paint my nails or have some alone time that I desperately needed. But you guys, tell me about your father-son movie choices because you watched some really interesting things. Okay, so we watched some really good ones. So we watched Ford versus Ferrari. That was our first one, wasn't it? That was our first one. We had tried to watch it, but the disc wasn't working, so we tried to watch it again, and it was really good. 
We oh. and then we watched um, Midway about the Battle of Midway. Was that on Netflix? No, that was on Prime. Amazon Prime. Mm-hmm. Okay, so Midway. Did somebody recommend that to you? Grandpa did. Yeah, Grandpa did. So we tried to watch it, and it was really good. Was it hard to understand? But sort of. Yeah, it was pretty hard. But still, everything. It was. It was good, though. Okay. Yeah, we had to pause it a few times. To, yeah, I just to like discuss for him what's to going on. What's happening? I but. like that. What else did you guys watch? It's been many weeks of this. Yeah. Um. Then we watched this wrestling movie. Oh yeah, that was called the, the main, main event. event. It's about the it, it's fantasy, but it's about this kid who super, finds out he's super strong. Well, he discovers a mask that makes yeah, him super strong. A mask that makes him super strong, and then, but then he has to fight this huge guy. Yeah, he becomes a he becomes a WWE wrestler. Yeah, no, the kid to does. get inside. Well, he tries he tries out for the WWE and he has to beat this huge guy, right? What else did we watch? We watched. Uh, Didn't you watch the Peanut Butter Falcon? The Peanut Butter Falcon was good. We liked that one a lot. Yeah, we really liked that one. We watched. Did you watch another war movie? I think. No, we watched Apollo thirteen. Oh yeah, I forgot about Apollo thirteen. Um, we watched Rango. That was good. That's we watched. Movie. Oh, we watched Hancock. Hancock. That was our last one. Yeah. And we watched Land of the Lost. Remember? Oh, yeah. That was, that was super good. So We watched Jaws. Oh, and Jaws. Okay. Jaws. I don't want anybody else to watch Jaws with their kids. <laughs> <laughs> it's fun, though, because uh, we've gotten to go back and watch some of the movies that really... I grew up watching, and I was sort of their age when I watched it. Like so. Land of the Lost? You well, Land of the Lost was a TV show back when I was your age. But Jaws I saw when I was your age, and Rocky. So. Yeah. You have to watch Jaws again with me, because I didn't know you were going to watch that one without me. You came down right at the end. You saw the, the whole ending. <laughs> yeah, I just didn't think you were going to watch that one without me. Yeah, sorry. Sorry about that. But we will watch it again. Okay. Yeah, I'll watch it with you guys again. Okay, so I want each of the kids to share the TV shows that they have sort of watched in the afternoon after school and stuff. This is a new routine for us, like everything else in the past two and a half months, because typically during the weekday on school days, we are a no-screen family. And that's usually not a hard thing to do, because by the time you get home from school at four, or you know, if you have sports or something, the day goes by, so it's not... Homework. Homework. Yeah. Yeah, You're not really missing much. But now you were finished with school much earlier in the day. Of course, there were no after school activities. So we had long stretches of afternoons where we did watch TV. We kind of threw all our screen rules out the window in the last couple of months. But I know that each of you individually got into a couple of different shows that you binged during this time. Sis, do you want to go first? Yeah. Mm hmm. I've been, for TV shows, I've been watching a show called Jesse. Is that on Disney Plus? Yes. Yes, that one's on Disney Plus. The other one I've been watching is on Netflix called Greenhouse Academy. Greenhouse Academy? Mm-hmm. What is it? And those are both good? Yeah. Okay. What do you like about Jesse? Well, I have seen, it's basically an after Jesse, but you don't need to see Jesse to know it because it's same characters, but they're in summer camp it's bunked 
But Jesse is basically before that. Oh, you loved bunk, like, over the winter. Yeah, mm-hmm. Okay, so this was, like, the prequel to that. Yeah. Oh, I see. Okay, that makes a lot of sense why you binged that one. Okay, Bob, what did you get into and why? Well, I started watching The Simpsons. I'm barely through it, though. But uh, I started watching it because my friend Maxwell, he had been watching. He told me about it while school started. So when we got Disney Plus, I checked it out to see if it was any good. And I thought it was funny. So I just kept watching it. And now I'm like on season eight and there's like 30 seasons. I still got a lot to go, but I, I still really like it. It's not every day that you find a product that you truly love and want to shout about from the rooftops. Well, friends, I have found something that I am genuinely excited to share with you today, and that is Born Shoes. Born Shoes are made with the best top quality leather with functional stitching and flexibility. They are lightweight, but they're also supportive. They are great for all casual occasions, extremely comfortable, and especially good for travel. The brand recently gifted me a pair of the Ithaca style sandals. Of course, they are beautiful. The footbed has extra foam for added comfort and with a slight heel for lift. I am positive that I could walk all over London in this pair of shoes, just like I did in my Born Sandals last summer. Born Shoes offers sandals, flats, boots, and heels in several styles and color choices. Take comfort in Born Shoes. Every season, they make high-quality shoes that feel as good as they look. With artistic touches, unparalleled craftsmanship, and exquisite materials, Born designs shoes to satisfy the demands of every lifestyle. Go to bornshoes.com for a 15% discount plus free ground shipping on all full-price shoes when you use my promo code TELL. That's born, B-O-R-N, shoes, S-H-O-E-S, dot com and use promo code TELL, T-E-L-L, for 15% off and free shipping. Available exclusively to our listeners for a limited time. Okay, well, when you told me that you were binging The Simpsons, <laughs> what was Mommy's reaction? Um, You're a bit like... Okay, you were, like, confused, I think. Was I worried it was a little bit too naughty for you? Yeah. Is it naughty? Not too bad. But kind of? because it. It is. It, Bart, it is. Bart is not that nice. Oh, I'm not gonna, like, I'm not gonna, I, I'm not, like, under his wing or whatever. Like, I don't follow him. You don't watch... Yes. <laughs> yeah. You don't watch that and want to be like he is well i don't like i don't really admire him but uh, i just think he's funny in different ways like how he pulls pranks yeah okay well i can't blame you for that okay you know what we're gonna stop right here and take a break there's and there's anything else that you guys want to say because what are we going to go do right now watch Watch the the rocket rocket launch at 12 30 watch the rocket launch That'll be fun. Okay, we watched the successful shuttle launch, which was good. Now we've kicked the kids out of our recording time. It's just us adults. (laughs) (laughs) We've been quarantining together for 80 plus days, and... I called the first episode of us doing this months ago. I called it Marry the Person You Want to Quarantine With. Did you do that, baby? Yeah. I think we've done all right. Okay, so let's talk about the more adult things that we have watched 
again, the main point of this episode is what we've been watching in quarantine. At the very beginning of quarantine, we watched, like, the entire rest of the nation, Tiger King. Yes. But we talked about that a little bit on the last episode, so we don't really need to do... Everybody already saw that. Yeah. That's so two months ago. So, beginning of (laughs) COVID. Um, And we... Okay, so we each had a show that we sort of got obsessed with. So let's start with those. You want to go first with the show that you basically... I haven't seen you this obsessed with a TV show. I mean, I can't even think of the last time. You are obsessed with this show. Well, here's what's interesting, because yeah, normally I don't even... I don't watch a whole lot of scripted television. Yes, tell everybody what you listen... What, what you watch, because you watch TV every night. Yeah. Well, um, I watch a lot of car shows. Even though I'm not a car guy, I, I just love a good... Transformation. Wait, when you say car shows, you mean like 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 um, fix it, fix up cars. You know, like um, there's a whole channel, Discovery Channel called Motor Trend Network, that just has car restoration shows that I love them all. It's so weird because you don't. I've never seen you like. No, it's about the transformation. Like, I, you know, I like other shows like that too. I like house shows that do that. But the car, I don't know. There's something very interesting about. Just the craftsmanship that it takes and seeing this old rusty thing getting redone. I love it. I, I don't <laughs> the big love manly it. tools and it's just very, I think it's a very man thing. Again, you are very manly, but also you've been doing puzzles and painting all quarantine. Yeah, I'm, <laughs> I'm fluid. <laughs> but all right, so this TV show. Wait, yeah, let me just say it again. You're obsessed with this TV yeah. show. Obsessed. It's called Letterkenny. Uh, it's on, well, I, I watch it on Hulu. My friend told me about it, and I started watching it and got hooked right away. It's just super Canadian, super well written. Like the dialogue is super fast, and I don't know, I just really connect with these guys' humor. So it's like a half-hour comedy show, right? Yeah. It's a half-hour and very little action. <laughs> you know, it's, just, it's just them talking. Mostly. It's about these, this small town called Letterkenny in Canada. It reminds me a little bit of, I don't know, Coen Brothers-y in a way. Like the dialogue seems a little Raising Arizona-ish. It's a little poetic. It's very poetic. It's very modern day. Not iambic pentameter, but like... It's so funny, though. What, like Shakespearean almost, but like hipstery, and, and right? dumb too, like and dirty, and dirty. It's not crazy dirty, is it? No, not crazy dirty. But they say they say some crazy. Sh- anyway, that's been my obsession. I just go up there and pound out three or four episodes a night. There's You're- eight seasons of it. And I think, I feel like we're so slow to it because it's like won a bunch of awards in Canada. Yeah. No, I mean. It's, like it's a popular show. It's eight trip. seasons deep and I just discovered it, so. I know. And I was, I went to go follow some of the Letterkenny guys on social media after you started like really getting into them. I looked them up, like the main guy. And, you know, they had like millions of followers. And I'm literally like, oh, we're so slow. Yeah. I mean. Not slow. It's. I don't think it has been popular here at all. But like, we certainly did not discover anything. Right. <laughs> and I. I like it too. I'm not obsessed with it like you are, and I can go in and out of the room while you're watching it. But 
I have to admit, it's really clever. It's super smart. Mm-hmm. I like that kind of smart. That smart, dumb humor. Yeah, it's smart and dumb at the same time, which is what I like. That's what you specialize in. Yeah, it's my cup of tea. These guys are definitely appealing to me. Okay, and then my obsession, which this show is actually totally up my alley, so it's not a surprise in any way, but I had never watched it, and I can't remember the last time I got this into a show. I actually was trying to think about it, and the last time I got super into shows where I like binged them and just thought about them when I wasn't watching them was Scandal years and years ago, Olivia Pope, Carrie Washington. I got obsessed with that show. And I also really got into The Good Wife. And it's not that I haven't been into other shows. We've watched Game of Thrones. We've watched other things. But anyway, I haven't been like all into a show until we binged the first season of Succession on HBO. And I think I hadn't picked this one up whenever it first came out a few years ago because it's a fictional drama hour long show very loosely based on the Murdochs and I honestly think I'll have to look up the year but it would have been like around the 2016 election maybe it was 2017 or something anyway it was in a time when I was like I don't really want a drama Fox News family stress show like that didn't appeal to me that year you know and then I sort of lost track of it or whatever and then why did we start to why did we start it somebody tell us to well I've I've heard a few times from people that that's a great show I think we just we we wanted to watch it we saw I think a trailer for season two and it looked really good and we're like wow we need to go back and watch that we just finally had time to watch it really yeah we had time to watch it and actually we we have tried a couple things like, we'll do one or two episodes, and then if it hooks or not. And some things we've just sort of abandoned. Mm-hmm. And this one, I think the, the night we pressed play on this, we were of that mentality. We're like, let's just try this. Yeah. And then at the first episode, the first episode, which some people have reviewed that first season, those first couple of episodes are sort of slow or not hooked. Know. We were in. I was in. It's so well cast. I mean, it's it's really well done. It's so well done. It gets... The arc of the first season and how the characters change and the relationships change. And then the dialogue is so smart. And then I love the shows that you and I watch. We don't do this too often. We did this with Game of Thrones. Like where we watch it the night before and then we go to bed. And then in the morning at breakfast, we sort of talk about it. We rehash it. We talk about theories or scenes. That's like a bonding thing, actually. I really like when we have a show that we're connecting on that level. About, anyway, that was happening with Succession. And we were both starting to notice a couple of things. And so I started Googling a few things, like the the meaning of the children's names and some other things. And then I fell down like, oh my gosh, there's so much more to this show. There's all these like hidden, I mean, they're not like that well hidden. These are people's names. But like, you know, there's all this meaning to the show on a different level than if you're just watching it, you know, straight, you know, which I love that kind of thing. Like, I was like, oh, this is, there's like, I mean, I can't believe I'm going to reference Shakespeare multiple times in this episode, but I am. It's, it feels like classic, you know, it feels like rich with depth, rich with depth. You know what I mean? Yeah. 
So I love it. I love that show. And everybody says that the second season of Succession is even better. Which is hard to imagine. Well, we haven't gotten there yet. We're going to get there this month. Let's do that this month. I just started watching a show called Dave that I really like, but I'm only three episodes in. Oh, I watched Dave with you. You know, that just premiered in March. That's how new it is. Yeah, it's really good. It's really dirty. It's really dirty, but really funny. But also, like, super dirty. Yeah. But it is funny. I didn't want to admit how funny it was, but because it's that humor is not typically my t- cup of tea, but it was funny. We also watched McMillions. Did you like that? I love McMillions, but we, that, that was sort of before this pandemic. We just finally watched the last few episodes. I felt like McMillions could have been a little shorter. Didn't you? We didn't really do it in one fell swoop. So we sort of lost a lot of momentum on it. But to me, that says it could have been shorter. Mm. Like, things that we are super into, we don't abandon for months at a time. It also tells you the state of our direct TV in our bedroom that wasn't working for a while. still isn't there. Okay, what else do we want to... Do we want to say... What else do we watch? We watched a few documentaries. We're making our way through... Shit's Creek, which is always a nice, like, if we're too tired for anything else, you know, thinking about, like, anything else, having to pay, mm-hmm. like, super a lot of attention, then we'll put on a couple of episodes of Shit's Creek at a time. Dude, we watched a few documentaries that we liked, like, Crip Camp was cool. I like that one. Crip Camp was good. What do you listen to when you're downstairs doing your puzzles? Do you put on a podcast? Do you put on a TV show in the background? A lot of times I'm just sitting down there with the sound of the fish tank. Do you think that's why you like it? Because it's sort of meditative? Yeah. Puzzles are very zen. Definitely have to get into a mindset. What's the mindset? Focus. I don't have that mindset. Just listen to the 10 Things to Tell You podcast. You can find the show notes and subscribe to episode emails at 10thingstotellyou.com slash podcast. And you can follow us on Facebook and Instagram at 10 Things to Tell You. Remember, this is an interactive podcast. I have 10 things to tell you, and you have 10 things to tell. So take this topic to your journal or a friend or post on social media using the hashtag 10 things to tell you. These episodes are meant to bring connection with others and ourselves and spark better conversations. Thanks for listening. Now go share something.